Batman film has been or will be released the greatest of all time. This show will find that film. This is the greatest film of all time, according to me. But, Brandon. Welcome back to the greatest film of all time, according to me, for another week. It's the show where we delve into the depths of film to crown an undisputed champion. What do we think? We still feel it uh, two weeks in? I don't know. Um, I can't beat it because I have not thought about it. (sighs) Okay, so it's Oscar season in the future. I'm recording this in the past, but it's Oscar season now uh, for you guys. And I, I used to make a point to watch everything nominated for the best picture, uh, but it's not always easy to do. Uh, some of it's like timing. Uh, I go to the theaters like way less than I used to uh, when I first had this habit. And I mean, there are a lot of them stream now, but yeah, some of it's like, am I going to spend time after work to watch a Oscar bait film? They're not all that. So I mean, but that's probably not fair, but you know, that's how I feel sometimes. Like I don't want to watch like a brutal uh, Oscar bait film. I don't I actually don't even know if that's what is <laughs> nominated this year. I know one one movie nominated. Let's look at the nominees. But uh, spoiler alert: one of the the film we're doing this week is uh, nominated for best picture. Uh, Everything, everywhere, all at once. I'll talk more about that in a second. But I am genuinely. Uh, I said genuinely. I say that too much. I gotta stop, right? Genuinely and uh, what was the other word? I gotta stop. If I say it every time and yell at myself for it, maybe that'll get through. All right, best picture. Search. Let's search. Best picture. B E S T. I'm not actually. Okay. Uh, all right. Nominees. All Quiet on the Western Front. No idea. Uh, Avatar, Wave of the Water. I know what it is. Have not seen it. Have not been to the theaters. Banshees of Inishirin. I definitely want to watch that. Elvis. Definitely want to watch that. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Currently watching uh, that for this week. Not currently. I'm watching it this week. Uh, the Fablemans I watched. Uh, it's not part of the podcast, so I won't rank it. Uh, I... Yeah, that's all I'll say about it. Tar, I watched part of it. (laughs) I don't know if that's an indictment on the movie or me or both. I don't know. I was not in a mood to watch it. Uh, And that's going to play another spoiler alert (laughs) plays into this movie. Uh, Top Gun Maverick uh, purposely didn't watch this. So I plan to watch that with uh, two of my friends, Scott and Brandon. Nope. (laughs) I'm Brandon. Scott and Nathan, uh, we had planned to watch it together and we never got to the theaters and now it's February. Well, sorry for you. I believe it's March. Is that true? I don't know when this comes out. I'm losing track of everything guys. (sighs) Anyway, I still haven't watched it. I'm holding out on watching it so I can watch it with them. Uh, let's see if I could do it. I think I can. I didn't watch the first Top Gun for a long time. (laughs) Next up is Triangle of Sadness. Legitimately, no, I, I said legitimately. Okay, that's it. Legitimately and genuinely. I say those all the time. I got to stop saying it. I don't have any clue what Triangle of Sadness is. Women talking, I've heard of it. 
Kate has the book and I don't think she's read it. So that's, you know, that's that. I, I've heard good things about a performance in that. Uh, what is Triangle of Sadness? Triangle. This is a good show, right? Where I just Google stuff. It's a drama slash comedy. I don't know. Oh, Woody Harrelson. Satirical black comedy film directed by Ruben Osman. No idea. Never, never heard of it. Maybe I'll watch it. But not this week. This week, it's everything, everywhere, all at once. So, I watched the first 20 minutes or so of this movie already. I was, my wife was out of town for a work thing. I decided after uh, dinner, having a couple cocktails, that's what I do. I don't ever have any idea what to do with myself when she's gone, so I usually just drink. It's and not like an excessive amount, but like enough. Like a buzz that I wouldn't get if she was just at home with me. We would just watch, continue binge watching Big Brother for some reason. Uh, that's not for some reason. I watched the challenge. I got to know what they were like before currently watching the season with Fessy, Casey, uh, who else? Swaggy C, and Bailey. Oh, and Angela from the. Okay, this, this is too much. This is not a challenge podcast. Okay. Un- unbelievable. <laughs> so the intro song just played in my ears and it was so loud that it threw me completely. And I, I'm going to take it out, but I am kind of curious if it picked up on the mic because it was so loud. Is the mixing off on this? Probably. I'm not good at this. Uh, so I watched, so I had, had some drinks. I watched the first 20 minutes and I was, I was overwhelmed. Uh, it, it switched between subtitles and then not subtitles. It, and I just could not follow. I was overwhelmed, as I said. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed trying to talk about how overwhelmed I was. Uh, so this time I've enlisted the podcast responsibility to rectify that situation. I, like, I definitely want to see it. It wasn't that I, I didn't want to see it. I, I was not bored. In fact, I was overwhelmed. It was the exact opposite <laughs> of, of being bored. Uh, I still, guess what? I have don't have a damn clue what this movie's about. <laughs> That's wild, right? Like, I watched 20 minutes. I don't know what happened. Huh. It's probably an indictment on my, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Attention span. <laughs> I'm sure it is, and it's probably an indictment on the entire generation's attention span, and I'm part of, I guess, whatever generation I'm talking about. Maybe all of them. Who cares? Uh, This could end up being the last movie I watched before the birth of my daughter, by the way. That's also wild to think about. I So work and baby prep have basically ruined my brain, Uh, and now I'm about to watch something that already... (laughs) overwhelmed my brain uh i'm sure this is the answer to that but this is coming out so far uh, from now today is the shoot i don't even know february 11th and i i think this is coming out weeks from now i so we're starting to see signs that i might literally record this today and then with the intention of watching it momentarily and not (laughs) watch it for days (laughs) Uh, 
That'll be weird, right? But you won't even know. Why, so why am I telling you? Because I'm an open book, guys. And this is the longest I've ever talked before the movie. And I apologize if you're here for the movie. <laughs> but I think I need to just to, to vamp a little bit. I don't have my buddy here. I moved my office down to the basement. If it's echoey, I'm sorry that I can't do anything about it. At least currently. And I don't have my... Uh, Alexa is not attached. I, so I have like the little dot in my old office. Down here, I've got the show. That way I could see the... Well, I guess whatever I want. I guess I can hook up my monitor, baby monitor to it. So I thought, hey, that would be cool to have. In reality, do I really want Amazon to be connected to that? I doubt it. I don't think I'm going to do it. <laughs> but it doesn't have a little aux cord. I was gonna, I was like making it a thing, and now it's not there. I might have to switch to Siri. Hey, Siri. God, didn't respond. Oh, my computer is responding. Well, I don't want that. Can you hear me? <laughs> to who? It's not saying anything. Else. Okay, series cut. This show is already off to a terrible start. I, I can't. I, I can't wait to watch this movie. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. Let's get some uh, best picture material onto the podcast uh and I, this is the first one because i i don't think i i think i remember correctly that inglorious bastards was not nominated for best picture let's see if the academy uh got it right can it take over the number one spot from a movie that i don't think was nominated i'm googling again <laughs> Uh, oh, it was nominated for Best Picture. Okay, sorry. So it's already been, I've already had a nominee, uh, but we don't know. I don't know, maybe this wins, and I won't know until after the fact that this was the first Best Picture winner. Either way, I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to get overwhelmed this time because I have a journalistic responsibility to my listeners. All right, sorry for so much banter up top. Let's watch the film. Bye. We're back. <laughs> this song is called The Fanny Pack. And uh, it's from the movie. I won't play it too long, but uh, it's rad, right? Okay. Enough. We're back. I've watched the film. Are you proud of me? <laughs> I've done the bare minimum. When it comes to this, and uh, you should, I, I should be heaped praise upon. Uh, okay, so let's let's just get right into it. Uh, I figured out when the episode drops, and it's March. You know this already, but congratulations on making it to March, everyone. Right now, it's Super Bowl Sunday uh, for me, and <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sure uh, the world would be here in March, guys. UFOs are everywhere. Balloon gate ended. <laughs> And now we're just shooting everything out of the sky. And this movie made me think, hey, what's really going on here, right? That's what this movie is trying to do, right? It's trying to validate whether or not UFOs are real. Or if, uh, yeah, I don't know. 
All right, I'm, uh, so I'm going to get in this, and I'm going to do the best I can to describe this movie. But man, I think you have to just like watch it. If you have any intention of watching this, uh, oh, a shipment has arrived. Guys, I don't like that Alexa's not hooked up to this anymore. I used uh, my iPad to, to play that song. It's not the same. I need a, I need her to like, you know, be part of the show. She's my co-host <laughs> with the Mo host. I hate that. Why did I do it? Because I uh, don't know what to say. That's why I want to talk to a little robot. Speaking of talking to robots, so I watched everything everywhere all at once. Praise, give it to me. I also watched uh, Megan or M. Thregan. And uh, guys, pretty weird. <laughs> talking to a robot. It was creepy. Didn't, don't know how to feel about it. But that's not, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're ta- here to talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, go, just watch this movie. But don't worry if you listen to this show before you watch it. Because I don't think I'm going to be able to explain it. It's pretty difficult to spoil this thing because it's, I would say like I was definitely confused most of the time, but I was enjoying every second of that confusion. So, I mean, I, I feel like that's praise, but you be the judge. <clears throat> okay, here we go. So we start with Evelyn. Uh, that is Michelle Yo. Oh, no, I don't know how to say names. I've only ever read a lot of these names, so I apologize in advance. Michelle Yeo, Yeo. Um, she's Evelyn, and she's preparing for an audit of her laundromat that she runs with her husband, Wayman. Uh, they have a daughter named Joy. Her father is in town that disapproves of her life, uh, Evelyn's father. Um, and they're hiding Joy's uh, girlfriend, Becky, from him. Uh, that's the normal part of this movie. <laughs> Oh, and, and Wayman, uh, despite how much affection he seems to show towards his wife, also happens to have divorce paper in his, uh, divorce papers in his hands. So there, there's the normal part. Right now, that's a typical, not a typical, but a at least a relatively normal family dynamic movie. Uh, after that, everything goes nuts. <laughs> so we get like little hints of it with like interference on the... Um, what's it called? Like the surveillance footage of, of their laundromat. Gosh. All right. So guys, admittedly, I have the puppy bolt on, on the TV and I keep looking at it. <laughs> Should I just talk about it? All right. Here comes for team rough. Uh, I don't know what kind of dog that is. He's small. He just looked at his own, butt. he's in slow-mo. What's his name? His name is her. Her name is Emma. <laughs> Favorite author is Jane Poston. Great. Good stuff, guys. What was I saying? <laughs> okay, so surveillance footage uh, starts to go, or security camera. That's the word I was looking for. The security camera kind of goes crazy, and then Wayman goes even crazier, starts jumping around, and then all of a sudden, normal again. That's when I knew that like things were going to get crazy, which, by the way, I feel like I'm all over the place already, and that's true. <laughs> But so is this movie. You're welcome. Um, so for the first 20 minutes, I, I first off, I don't think I watched 20 minutes of this movie uh, the first time around. And second, I feel justified in how confused I was because I think it's trying to confuse you. And I, I don't have any problem with that. Once you just accept that you're confused at first, everything is a lot easier. 
I, I think uh, maybe that's a, the cheat code to life. Just accept that everything is confusing and keep going. Um, look, as soon as <laughs> this movie starts, we're thrown into like the multiverse of madness, uh, but a better one. Uh, I, look, I like Marvel, but eh, that movie. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be hard to go blow, blow by blow here, but just suffice it to say that Wayman... Uh, from another universe, we'll call him Alpha Waymond, shows up to help Evelyn. His motives are selfish uh, because he needs her to save his uh, universe in the multiverse and to help save the entire multiverse, which is also selfish because he's part of that. Uh, not to say he's a selfish character, but thats it's not like he's here to help Evelyn. He's here to use Evelyn. Uh, we find out there are these devices you put in your ears and it lets you jump into alternate realities if you do something insane. Uh, the crazier it is, it seems the more precise you can be. <laughs> like, there's eventually, eventually like several exposition drops, but even after that, I can't fully explain it other than if you do something weird, it can slingshot you to somewhere else in your mind, which you channel into how you live your current life. But you can also live that other life. It's 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 different. I really enjoy it. I don't think they break their own rules. It feels like pretty cohesive. Uh, but that's it. So he's he's there. He tells her. Um, he gives her these devices and gives uh, her like instructions of how to use them the first time. So uh, you can. So, <laughs> I'm already freaking lost. So Alpha Women gives her the instructions and she's at her tax audit with Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, and then she just does. So that's when things start to get kind of crazy. We're jumping between realities, but staying in the base reality. <laughs> and there's no ex explanation at the beginning of why this is happening, which I actually appreciate. Just throw us right into the chaos, baby. Uh, eventually... Obviously, we, we learn a little bit more as we go, uh, but, but suffice it to say, <laughs> things are t deteriorating across all of the universes. Uh, someone called Jobu, um, not the idol that is prayed to in the movie Major League, which, by the way, I kind of want to do that movie for this podcast. Maybe baseball season? Oh, I definitely should do a baseball movie. Probably a basketball. It's coming up on March Madness right now. I got to figure out my basketball movie. Back. Okay. This movie. This is not about basketball or baseball. Joe Boo is the villain. Um, so. I'm not going to be able to fully su sufficiently talk about what happens next. I wish I had like the ability to show you visual uh, clips of this. I guess I should be able to play audio clips, but I don't have any ready for that. Maybe down the line, I will eventually get my shit together and have a good podcast for you. Wayman goes martial arts superhero. To this point, he's been sort of a timid uh, pleaser, I guess. Like he just wants to, he's very nice and meek. And then he goes badass and he just kicks everyone's ass. And that song, the fanny pack plays and he kicks their ass with a fanny pack. It is, it is awesome. There's really cool angles, shots, uh, but really it's just awesome fight scene. Like he's he's crushing it. It's super rad. I'm not sorry I said rad. 
Uh, even if I'm not sure what's happening while he does it, it's impossible for me not to love this scene. It's so cool. And it starts with him eating chapstick, by the way, because he has to channel an alternate reality where he's a martial artist. And then he does, and then he kicks everyone's ass. It's really, really weird. Uh, it's so weird and awesome. Um, you just got to watch it. I, I'm going to do an absolutely abysmal job of explaining the plot of this. So let's just cut to it. Watch it. And look, Jobu is Joy, Evelyn and Wayman's daughter. She is able to exist in all universes at once without uh, the trigger, the need for the trigger. This would be the quote, everything of the title. Or no, everywhere. That's the everywhere of, of the title. So everything is, oh, it's the first part. What is everything? I guess it's just everything. <laughs> then everywhere is when she can travel between all the worlds uh, easily. And then all at once. I think that's the end. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't explain this movie, but I loved it. All right. So, uh, there's just a lot of interesting things happening. She, she's learning how to use it. He's teaching her how to use it. She finds that she was the creator of this thing. Um, she found the alternate universe, uh, travel system in the alpha universe. So alpha Evelyn found it and she no longer exists there. I think she's died. Um, now I can't remember for sure. It's hard to, there's so many cuts and it shows different worlds all the time. And it's really, it does a really good job of like showing the chaos, chaos that she is going through as she tries to stay in one world, uh, while, channeling the powers of another world <laughs> and and constantly using those in, these new powers it's sort of like in the matrix when you would he would download kung fu it's like i know kung fu is that kind of is it's just like at the at the basis level basis level at its base level <laughs> she's able to dial up an, a new universe pull in that learn knowledge and skills and then use it. It's really cool. It's a really cool premise. I would watch a bunch of movies set in this world, but this movie is not really all about that. That is really cool, but it's it comes down to Evelyn and Joy because Joy is Jobu. And she doesn't want to fight her, though, which is interesting. Joy doesn't want to fight Evelyn. She wants to make her see what she does, that nothing matters. They become rocks in a world without humans. <laughs> and they, they just kind of, for several minutes of this movie, not several, at least like, at least like two minutes of this movie, it's just rocks sitting, looking at horizon with like subtitles above <laughs> that presumably are these rocks talking to each other. <sighs> well, eventually a fight breaks out between them and it's fantastical. It's amazing. We get something called a rack of Cooney. <laughs> okay. So she's trying to say Ratatouille uh, because she's trying to, I don't remember why she makes a reference Ratatouille, but once she said rack of Cooney, it pr brings into existence a reality where a chef has a raccoon under his hat <laughs> that helps him cook. 
and then they show it. <laughs> He's cooking hibachi. It's insane. There are people with hot dogs for fingers. <laughs> and they like, <laughs> she uses it to get out of handcuffs. It's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. So weird. I, I love all of it. And some of it is extremely funny. Some of it is pretty heartbreaking at times because she'll learn of a world where she was not never with Wayman. She became a, a movie star and she thinks, wow, I should, I really should never have been with this guy. And he's trying to divorce her because he feels like she thinks that. And it's like, how are you weaving in such like existential dramatic things with hot dogs for fingers where they stick it in each other's mouth. That's a playful thing. Guys, it's, it's unbelievable. There's, there's a fight where she keeps winning because she has dialed up this martial artist that only used her pinkies. It's like she did push ups with pinkies. She has like, she flexes her pinky and it has a muscle. There are pinky fights. Did I mention you, you guys see this? I look, I could talk forever about this movie, but also I don't know what I would be saying. If you've never seen it, it would sound like nonsense because a lot of it is nonsense, but it, it's all in service of this family drama. <laughs> Through all the chaos and insane stuff, you know what really stuck with me? It, it's core. The movie is really just about three relationships. Mother, daughter, that's Evelyn and Joy. Husband, wife, which is Evelyn and Wayman. And then daughter, father, Wayman, or not Wayman, uh, Evelyn and her father. Evelyn's relationship drives this thing. And inexplicably, I found myself tearing up at times, even when a raccoon is being <laughs> taken away and the guy hops on, <laughs> and Evelyn, Evelyn hops on this guy's shoulders to drive him to run after the raccoon. Even as that happens. I am emotionally charged by just the relationship between Evelyn and Joy and not being able to understand her and not being able to see that she she needs something from her. And it, I, guys, I don't even know. This isn't funny. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to talk about this. I like, I was like tearing up at times and I just full-blown, was overwhelmed with emotions at the end. Uh, well, near the end, not the exact end, but it was a, it was a roller coaster, and I didn't want it to end. And I, I just loved it. And I don't, <laughs> I feel like I haven't done it justice. Like I haven't talked about it enough because it's just so good. So good. <laughs> Let me see if I could find a synopsis of this thing. Maybe that'll help. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Synopsis. Let's see what's going on with the puppy bull while that loads. I'm seeing a puppy that is being held. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard without words because uh, it's just a puppy that's probably up for adoption or something. Here's our, here's our synopsis. Ready? When an interdimensional rupture unravels reality, an unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. <sighs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Do you get it now? <laughs> oh, here, what is the main message? 
what makes life meaningful is the recognition that because there is no inherent meaning, all things and moments are equally meaningful. That's from Screen Rant, in case that someone gets me on copyright infringement or uh, stealing, plagiarizing or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. But it's surrounded by really awesome action, really cool uh, effects at times and, and shots and, and just visuals are really cool. I, it's just, it's just a rad movie. It's just rad. Um, the writers and directors of this movie, uh, were the ones who did Swiss army man. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw it. It's really, I think it's described as the farting corpse movie. It's where Daniel Radcliffe is dead the whole time and just is a farting corpse. Uh, it, which, Knowing, I knew that they directed that and this. It should have made me realize that something insane can make me emotional, but I was kind of I was naive, and I was naive enough to think hot dog fingers could make familial relations relationships not hit me hard. And yet here it did. Um, I already admitted I haven't seen most of the nominees for Best Picture, but if you tell me a movie like this will win Best Picture, good, man, that's good. It's it's so weird and cool that I'm glad it exists, period. Uh, but the fact it might win something uh, might make people go for weird and fun things more. I I watch a lot of movies, and a lot of them are formulaic, and I can I can figure out the beats that are going to happen. And the ones that I re- that really stick with me are the ones that I can't. And it's either it sticks with me because why did that happen? <laughs> what a bad movie, or what a cool story or cool way of telling a story that makes me forget that I care. At some point I just stopped taking notes on this movie and I was like, I'm just going to watch it. And I, every other movie I've watched so far for this show, I have pages of notes. Some are not helpful. (laughs) Some are just me. Like if I look early on, there's notes. Let me see if I can find some, (laughs) this is the quality of note you're, you're missing out on. Um, Jenny Slate, exclamation point. <laughs> That's all I read. <laughs> she plays uh, a dog owner. Uh, at, oh, the action Santa for from I Think You Should Leave, isn't it? The guy who's like an action star, but he's Santa uh, for that sketch. It's a weird sketch. It's not my favorite one from that show. I do love that show. If you've never watched it, go watch it now. Um, see, like I just wrote that. Connection established on the security camera. Now the dude's jumping all over the place. There's a note I wrote. <laughs> Trippy and fun. That's a note. <laughs> oh, yeah. These notes are bad. Oh, it's like the Matrix, but better. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that note anymore. I think it has uh, things that are like the Matrix, the dialing up abilities. That's really cool. I don't think that to compare them would be silly. And now I've. I'm mad I read that note. Uh, what else? I don't know. That's that's all that I have on the movie. I, I, I do think, I don't know if it's going to win. I don't know if it has one or if like just certain parts of this have one, like if it, it performances or screenplay, direction, cinematography. I don't really know. This is the most um, uninformed I've felt during an award season in a long time. And I'm going to, Put that mostly on work <laughs> and baby prep and all the house stuff going on. But I, I 
I think it would be awesome if this thing wins. And uh, I look forward to watching the Oscars now because I, I have a rooting interest in this. Now, maybe there is a movie I've watched that I think would win this, but tell you what, on paper, none of the ones that I, I have any knowledge of would do something this weird and fun. So I, I'm inclined to be all for this. Um, Ki Hui Kwan. Ki Hui Kwan. Man, I should have looked up how to say these names. I just feel like an asshole. Uh, dude, he better win. I don't care. I don't know what he was up against. This was such a cool performance. He he played Wayman. Uh, it was like nuanced. He had to switch on a dime multiple times between this meek guy or this badass guy or the badass pretending to be the meek guy. Like he was doing a lot, and I was I really really enjoyed him in this. Michelle Yeoh. Uh, give her to her too. <laughs> Who cares, right? I thought she was fantastic. I think her her performance is is going to be hard to compare to a typical Oscar female performance, and that is based on nothing because I have never I have, I don't even know who's nominated up against her, but she's doing something like different than prestige. Oscar performances are typically to me. Uh, but I do hope she gets it. I do. Um, do you know what? Uh, listen, Oscars. <laughs> Is that your name? Oscars? Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once by a friggin' hundred, man. Give them all of it. Let's just, let's go. Let's go. Why is this my favorite movie and thus the greatest film of all time? Uh, I Let me... There's a lot of reasons. Uh, the first being I just stopped taking notes at some point uh, because I loved it. I mean, I was engrossed. Uh, it really used comedy at great times, but it, and it wasn't overdone. It, it let there be drama. It let there be the action, uh, the sci-fi and crazy fantasy stuff was allowed to breathe. It did a, such a good job of juggling different genres and I thought it was amazing at that. And like, so part of my problem with uh, more recent Marvel movies is they overdo the comedy. If this easily could have gone the wrong way for me and been too funny, which I have no, like, I like comedies, but if you if you overplay that hand, it's going to lessen the impact of of the true drama behind it. So, like, I think Thor Ragnarok was funny, but it worked, and Thor Love and Thunder was too over, overly funny, and I didn't like it as much. This is not a Marvel movie, though. It, though let's be honest. This felt like a superhero movie. This would be a cool universe to build out. Um, but why would you? Cause you told a great story once. I don't, I don't need another one of these, even though I think it would be cool. I'd rather them channel this into some other weird thing. Go from farting corpse to this, to something else. I can't picture. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, why else? Uh, great action sequences, the visualizations, like I said, uh, the performances, fantastic i didn't really talk about joy joy's great in this she's like kind of a 
I don't know, like a lonerish type person at first. And then when she's playing the different versions of joy, the Joe boo, the bad guy with the everything bagel <laughs> guys, I forgot about the everything bagel. It's a giant bagel. And then <laughs> once you learn that it's just this black bagel that has everything, not just like seasonings, but everything in the universe. <laughs> and there were people with like the little circles drawn on their heads. And now it's like, that's just the everything bagel. <laughs> oh my God. This is, if you haven't seen this movie, this is nonsense, but it's so good. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought there, but I, look, I was overwhelmed by this movie. Not the same way that I was the first time around, but like emotionally, I was feeling things while two people with hot dog fingers danced and sucked on those hot dog fingers. Someone threw a man to a raccoon that was previously raccooning him as a chef. Guys, what? (laughs) This movie should not have made me feel like this, and it did. I was not prepared for it, and I loved it. I like... So I wasn't sure what the movie was anyway, but once everything started happening, I definitely wasn't ready for the movie that was taking place with all of these jumping arounds and all of the chaos and nonsense happening. There's no way I thought, Oh, me and my wife will be crying soon. And we were, it was just fantastic. Why isn't this my favorite movie? People, I don't have one. Uh, let's just skip to the top five. What do you say? (laughs) Um, yeah, nothing before that. Uh, top five. Number five. Staying in the same place as last last week. Number five is Days of Thunder. More on that coming soon. Number four, dropping one spot. 13 going on 30. Number three, also dropping one spot. 10 Things I Hate About You. Now we're down to the top two. What do you guys think? What do you think is going to happen here? Hmm. Number two, Inglorious Bastards, dethroned finally. I thought about this, and there is no way, if given the choice, I would choose Inglorious Bastards to watch over everything, everywhere, all at once. No, no chance. It was so fun. I would watch it a million times, and I'd think I would always see different things that I, I didn't pick up on because it moves so fast. So number one. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, I feel like I said a lot there in a row. Probably because I did. That uh, that does it. That's the top five. Days of Thunder moved back in. Well, not moved back in. It stayed in. It was number five last week. It's number five again this week. That means someone dropped two spots. Is that true? Yeah, math. They had to drop two. <laughs> But first, top five scenes. Number five, the raccoon scene. Just at the hibachi restaurant, seeing a raccoon. Well, no, no, no. That, that's not the scene I'm talking about. The original scene, they're in, I guess it is still the same hibachi restaurant, but he's not like at the table working. He's in the back. Raccoon pulling his hair as he cooks. It's wild. I loved it. <laughs> so stupid. I don't know why, who thought of it or why, but I, I'm glad they did. Number four is the pre-wedding Garner-Ruffalo scene from 13 going on 30. Number three, Heath Ledger singing I Love You, Baby. Ten things ahead about you. Number two, fanny pack fight scene. 
everything everywhere all at once. Just awesome. I would just, if you don't want to watch this movie, one, I know this is controversial, but you're wrong. <laughs> you do. <laughs> uh, watch this scene. It's so cool. It's really cool. Like the, some of the shots were like, He's swinging the fanny pack around on the ground. And it follows the fanny pack. It just looks so cool. I'm into it. Big, big time. Uh, number one, the long uh, French dairy farmer scene, Christoph Waltz and Glorious Bastards. I, I just think that's just straight up good. Man, I guess uh, Amazon also agrees that it's, <laughs> it's good. Uh, and it's like, yeah, it's just like a really good acted well acted scene really good acted scene i'm an idiot why do y'all listen to this <laughs> uh anyways that is the top five scenes um of all time <laughs> which means it's time once again for this week's top five eulogy after reflection it was time it was just time step up I'm glad to have known you. You gave me a reference at a recent dinner with friends during a story about a broken window at a school. You gave me that. Without you, what would I have done at that dinner? I would have merely listened to a story. You made me an active participant. You did that. No one, not a single soul, can take that away from you. I thought long and hard about dropping Days of Thunder this week, but in the end, I knew that it was your week to go. In the end, it came down to one question. Is dancing enough? I could watch the dancing on a loop, but the plot, well, the plot is why we had to pick out your plot. We're talking graves, people. It's a eulogy. <laughs> like Skinny, step up. It's time for you to take that eternal sleep. And yeah, I feel a little bad about that. Skinny's a child that gets murdered. <laughs> But it's time for your eternal sleep. Next up, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure when I'll get to watch this one. Um, obviously, uh, it's the Super Bowl. Yesterday was not the Super Bowl. And my wife did not have the baby between this taping and the last one. I'm not a monster. I'm not recording at the studio and watching the puppy bowl or, or, while she's at the hospital. <laughs> but... I'm putting a little bet on the timing of Baby Maynard. This is a movie that has caused controversy in my household already, and it's about time Kate and I hashed this thing out. It's time for me to go into dad mode, uh, girl dad mode, and most importantly, I gotta go into Disney princess dad mode. <laughs> Next week, the movie we're going to watch is Frozen. So buckle up, I'll try not to play too much music, but I will play a fair amount. Um, and, you know, speaking of music, let's play ourselves out with that sweet, sweet Fanny Peck song. All right. I'll see you next week. We'll see if I have a baby or not by the time I record, but... Either way, I'm watching Frozen, baby, and we're going to talk about it. Bye.